What's up? It's Delaney, and I'd love to invite you to become an honorary co-host of the Self-Helpless Podcast. Do you want to pick episode topics and guests? Done. Want to surprise your loved ones with shout-outs on the show for a birthday, project launch, a much-needed divorce? Whatever you're up to, would love to be a part of the celebration. Get your favorite and least favorite quotes featured on the podcast, submit questions for our special guests, and find lots more new features and surprises at patreon.com slash selfhelpless. You'll also get added to our patron insider email list to easily redeem rewards via a quick email reply because we know hanging out on Patreon isn't everyone's thing. You can also opt out of emails if you prefer to be a silent supporter of the show. And don't worry, we do not Scrooge McDuck these contributions. 100% of proceeds go directly to operating expenses that make this weekly podcast possible and available to all. Learn more at patreon.com selfhelpless or simply click the link in this episode's description. Thank you for helping me fill the void of being the last standing host of the Self Helpless Podcast. Thank you so much. Okay, picture this. It's Friday afternoon when a thought hits you. I can spend another weekend doing the same old whatever, or I can hop into my all-new Hyundai Santa Fe and hit the road. With available H-Track all-wheel drive and three-row seating, my whole family can head deep into the wild. Conquer the weekend in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com or call 562-314-4603 for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. Hey, everybody. Welcome to another episode of Self-Helpless. I'm Kelsey Cook. I'm Delaney Fisher. And I'm Taylor Tomlinson. And we are doing a book review today of the book called Who Moved My Cheese? <laughs> Who did it? <laughs> oh, weird. Was it? A weird title, but this is like a huge best-selling book uh, yeah. about managing change in your life. So <sighs> there's a yeah. better time to read it than now. Yeah, this has been this has been submitted as a recommendation by so many of our listeners for really? a long time. So I'm really glad that we're we're finally digging into it. And I just I just saw this is this is our episode number 161. Yeah. Holy shit. I just saw wow, we've we've done a lot of stuff. We've um, coming up so on many. our three, three year mark pretty soon. We're, we're coming up on our three year mark. Oh, that's so cool. Um, so to kick it off with a nice quote submitted by one of our wonderful listeners, never doubt that a small group of thoughtful, committed citizens can change the world. Indeed, it is the only thing that ever has. Ooh, that's by Margaret Mead, American anthropologist. Wow. That's very good. It reminds me of that quote. We all love that. We don't need a million or we don't need a handful of people doing things perfectly. We need a million people doing it imperfectly. Right. Yeah. Yeah. People doing things imperfectly. I love that. I I, I have to recite that to myself all the time. Yeah. That's a great one. I love that. Yeah. I had never heard of this book um, before it was suggested by helpsters. So it's called who moved my cheese by Dr. Spencer Johnson. And the gist of it is revealing business wisdom through a modern parable who moved my cheese offers valuable lessons on how to best manage change in your life. Whether you're struggling amid a business downturn, hello, all of us, (laughs) or trying to find a graceful way to handle a struggling relationship. This book gives you the tools to better understand human nature and see change as a positive force. Oof. 
Need that. Okay. Mm-hmm. I'm gonna dig in. So uh, setting up the parable. Parables are timeless. They offer poignant life lessons, showing us how to better cope with challenges, both big and small, through a story. Author Dr. Spencer Johnson creates four characters for his modern parable to help his readers overcome fear, handle major life changes gracefully, and find a path to their dreams. The characters are two mice. <laughs> okay, I get it now. This is why it's cheese-based. Um, the characters are two mice named Sniff and Scurry and two people named Hem and Haw, all traveling in a maze looking for cheese. <laughs> oh, boy. Uh, their story depicts revealing aspects of human nature. I love it. For me, I'm looking for my vegan cheese. What's up? What's up, baby? <laughs> Who moved um, my diet cheese? Yeah. yeah. <laughs> my field roast slices, or what's the one that I love now? Oh, God. The, the Follow Your Heart Google. Follow Your Heart. Oh, my God. Anyway, mm-hmm. yeah, this, this book was actually just recommended to me again by um, a wonderful person who's in my, my group uh, consulting program right now. So shout out to Kayla. She actually, this, I think this book actually inspired her to start her own blog and stuff. So I'm excited. I'm excited to to dig in here. So, um, your cheese or success in life may be paralyzing you. Sniff and Scurry, the mice characters, don't think about things too much. They spend their time running up and down the corridors of their maze in search of cheese. This seemingly brainless way the mice set about achieving their goal is instructive. It is often the most effective method in reaching goals. In fact, acting without thinking too much can save you time and energy. Oh, so true. Um, If there's no cheese down one path of the maze, the mice just turn around and go another way. I Mm. see what's happening Mm. here, people. (laughs) Going to be talking a lot about pivoting, I believe. (laughs) Um, So in comparison, Hem and Haw, the human characters, search for cheese not because they are hungry, but because they think it will make them feel successful. Mm. Mm. Em and Ha spend time planning and strategizing their efforts in the maze, but they still get confused and sometimes lose their way. Whenever they come up empty-handed, Hem and Ha become depressed and wonder if success is even attainable. In real life, we often tend to overcomplicate things and also uh, may become overly attached to the status quo. Finally, Hem and Ha find a huge stash of fancy cheese. Every day after that, they wake up early to visit and guard the stash. Their lives start to revolve around this cheese. They feel at home there, but they also start to take it for granted. Like Hem and Ha, when we find success or our cheese, we can quickly become dependent on it, so much so that our life revolves around, own, around our cheese. Oh! Oh, this is good, dude. I fucking love this. This is great. This is great. Oh. I feel I feel attacked. <laughs> I don't I don't like it's this book. Really, really good. Yeah. <laughs> this is um this is a lot. How, yeah, how do you guys how do you guys feel about this? And how do you guys feel this relates to, you know, any of us? Well, um, I don't know about you guys, but I feel like uh, coronavirus moved my cheese and I was very dependent on it (laughs) and uh, now it's gone. And now I don't know uh, what to do except run around the maze going, I know it's not in here, but this is what I've been doing. Yeah. I mean, we got into some deep shit on Patreon, so I won't talk about it too much on here, but uh, a recent career opportunity I just had that I 
was being kind of a mouse about where I wasn't overly planning it. I wasn't thinking that much about it. I just was like, eh, let's just do it and give it a try. And I ended up finding like a big success from it that I wouldn't have expected as opposed to my hem and haw methods yeah. from the past of like, okay, strategizing and doing this and kind of making myself crazy. And, um, God, it's so much, it's also so much more pleasant when you get something from, uh, doing it in a more relaxed way, as opposed to making yourself insane in order to get something. So yeah, I don't know. That's a recent experience of definitely feeling like this is true. I don't even Dude, feel like yeah. the, the mice is like a relaxed approach. I just feel like it's a more, like they said, more mindless one where they just go, I'm not going to overthink this. I'm just going to do it. Like, here right. I go. And yeah. I think the, the issue all of us have fallen into is like, we think too much and we, yeah. like you said, like we kind of scare ourselves into not doing things. Um, yeah. but yeah, I guess for me, I was just connecting to the fact that, uh, it, it seemed to be calling people out for making their success like their whole life, mm-hmm. you know, where you're like, well, now I'm going to, I got the cheese. I've been working for it. Now I have it and now I'm going to protect it. And it's, it's my whole life every day when I wake up. And, yeah. uh, if you know, you're like us, uh, and your job was a lot of your identity, this is a really hard time for you right now. And maybe it's a good thing that we're all having to diversify our egos a little bit. Mm-hmm. For sure. Oh yeah. I fucking love this because for me, it's just, it, it, what, like when you think of all the greatest stuff that's probably happened to us, it's stuff that was, that probably came relatively easy that like just felt too easy and too organic. We didn't overcomplicate things. And I, for me, like the mice characters, like they're not attached to the outcome. Like if they turn around the corner and they don't see a cheese, they're not thinking, oh my God, I'm a failure. Oh, I suck. Oh, I shouldn't be doing this. They're like, all right, I'm going to just try this corner instead. Like, it's just kind of like, uh, kind of being, I think, I think there's a healthy amount of being a most emotionally detached mm. from the outcomes that you're maybe hoping to get and stuff. And just doing the thing, I like to just call it like collecting data. You do the thing, you collect the data, you either keep doing it that way or you try a different way and you move on and you just don't try to, you don't, don't ruminate it on so much, ruminate uh, so much on it. Um, but yeah. yeah, I really love this. Oh, you guys, I just read a quote in an article I read yesterday and I think it'd be perfect for this episode. Um, it's from this entrepreneur, uh, serial entrepreneur article that I found. And it says, uh, success without happiness is a success on paper and nowhere else. Oh, 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 that fucked me up. (laughs) Damn. Good man. What is, how good is that? It was this from is. an article from like Thrive Global, I think, and uh, and yeah, it was a really good article. But that's yeah, so good. That's Shit, man, that's it's a, a weird one. time to be living in. Like, I don't feel like anyone's successful anymore. I feel like there are people like if you weren't successful before this, there's no like getting successful right now, which is not true. You can, especially with the yeah. internet, but like that's how I feel. Mm. I feel like the exact opposite. I feel like I'm seeing so many people finding success right now that they wouldn't have if they weren't put in this position. But it also, Oh, that makes me feel better. It also remember, like you might have different, we all might have different definitions of success. Remember. So like what you might think for yourself, Taylor as success and Kelsey and me 
might be a little bit different as what that looks like. Yeah. Right. Yeah. That's true. So yeah. Ugh, anything to do with success or like work ethic or approaches to that, like really, I feel like fucks with us a little bit in a good way. Yeah. Yeah. I love it. I love it. All right, Tay, you're up next. I'm next. All right. Yeah. Good situations never last forever, so be prepared. God damn it, damn. this book. <laughs> I don't want to read anymore. <laughs> One morning, Hem and Hall wake up to find their fancy cheese is gone. Indeed, uh -oh. change always happens sooner rather than sooner or later. Being aware of this can help you keep a closer eye on your current situation to better anticipate the change ahead. Sniff and Scurry, in contrast, never took the stash for granted and made sure to keep an eye out for any changes to the supply. Consequently, the two mice noticed that the amount of cheese was slowly but steadily declining. If you expect things to remain the same, you may miss the signs that things are indeed changing. Hem and Haw were so thrilled with the cheese that they didn't notice the stash dwindling or even when the cheese started to mold. Sometimes the things we believe about ourselves make it harder to accept change. If you feel you deserve success, like good health or an endless supply of cheese, anything that takes these things away from you will feel unfair. So much so that you might even deny the fact that change is happening at all. Hem and Haw felt that their fancy cheese was a reward for their hard work. So when the stash disappeared, they couldn't accept reality. You never want to find yourself in this position. Instead, keep your eyes open to signs of change. That way you can adapt and find your way again. Once Sniff and Scurry realized that their cheese was almost gone, they moved on without much stress and found some new cheese. Hem and Haw were unable to cope. They kept returning to their old cheese as it dwindled and became increasingly hungry, depressed, and weak. Here's the big lesson. The less you hem and haw about a situation, the sooner you can adapt to change. Ooh, that's all really good. Here's my thing, though. Good. I'm always expecting bad things to happen. So <laughs> I I feel like sometimes that makes me feel present, but sometimes it makes me feel just like depressed and sad when I get happy and I start panicking because I go, this is going to change, this is going to change, this is going to change. So mm -hmm. I think you have to have some sort of like healthy balance of if like you have to expect change, things are going to change for better or for worse. I am, like Kelsey said, adaptable. I yeah. I feel strong and capable and like I have taken care of myself mentally and emotionally and physically so that I will be able to meet whatever challenges I face. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Yeah, I agree. I think it should be somewhere in the middle. You can't shouldn't live in fear all the time. Like I get yeah. that. I get that you need to kind of keep an eye out to make sure you can change if you need to, but yeah, you got to find that balance between not being fearful all the time, but not just being like, well, I fucking did it. Guess this is, I'm good to go forever. You got to be yeah. somewhere in the middle. Yeah. I think it just, it just kind of keeping in mind, like when, like, you know, those moments that are just, they feel so good. Like, wow, this is fucking cool. I just feel like taking those in a little bit more, you know, being more present for those, knowing that change is going to happen and change doesn't always have to be bad either. It just might be a little different than what this is in the moment right now. So right. like, you know, us recording this via Zoom is like, this is a very interesting experience that when things kind of open up again, we might never get this opportunity again with each other to like record this many episodes together and have this as much free time with each other as we've had. And yeah. so it's kind of like, well, you know, this is a change, but um, kind of just taking a moment to, you know, appreciate it for yeah. sure, knowing that's not going to be that way forever. Yes. 
Totally. CarMax is putting peace of mind back in car shopping by putting you in the driver's seat to find a ride that's right for you. Because at CarMax, we believe you shouldn't just settle for a car. You should love your car. That's why every car we sell is CarMax certified quality so you can be sure with upfront pricing that's the same for every customer. So don't settle. Find love at first drive and start shopping now at CarMax.com. CarMax, the way car buying should be. Okay, picture this. It's Friday afternoon when a thought hits you. I can spend another weekend doing the same old whatever, or I can hop into my all-new Hyundai Santa Fe and hit the road. With available H-Track all-wheel drive and three-row seating, my whole family can head deep into the wild. Conquer the weekend in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com or call 562-314-4603 for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. Okay, so visualizing your goals helps you push through the fear that keeps you from dealing with change. Why do so many of us act like hem and haw and get blindsided by change? It's fear. Fear is what makes confronting change so difficult. Change requires you to cope with a new situation and a new set of rules, which can be both disorienting and frustrating, so it's natural to be scared of change. Back to the parable, when Hem and Ha had to venture out again to find new food, they worried they might get lost or find themselves in a blind alley with no way out. But remember this, as long as you're afraid of leaving your comfort zone, things will never get better. For example, imagine your partner has left you or that an injury is keeping you from playing your favorite sport. The loss you feel of love of movement can be devastating. You won't be able to recover though until you find a new way to fill your life with the things that bring you joy again. This means that you need to look for something new. Even though Hem and Ha were hungry, they were too fearful to explore new, new paths in the maze. Eventually, Ha discovered a good way to deal with his fear. He visualized himself sitting atop a huge wedge of his favorite cheese. Indeed, in, in dead. indeed, visualizing your goal in vivid detail will actually increase your desire to attain it. If you find yourself stuck or if you can't tame your fear, visualize your goal. That will stoke your desire and give you energy to move forward. Yep. Agree yep. with that wholeheartedly. Yeah, totally. Do you guys do a lot of visualizations? Yeah, I try to. I started to more once we talked about it on this podcast. And I do feel like it helped. If nothing else, even if it doesn't happen exactly the way you visualize it, yeah. it either helps you cope with it in the moment in that it's comforting to go, oh, this good thing will happen, even if it doesn't ultimately end up happening. Or it makes you feel more prepared for Mm-hmm. whatever is coming. Like when I was going to film my special, I was doing a lot of visualizing me filming it to make sure I wasn't as nervous. Yeah. Because it feels yeah. good to picture something cool happening. Like you might as well. Yeah. Yeah. Absolutely. You guys, have you guys been visualizing this being over? Um, I've been <laughs> yes. doing that sometimes. Yeah. This is a good time. Yes. It hasn't yeah. really been so much like career things. I've just been picturing like being poolside in Vegas with a drink in my hand. That's what I've been picturing the most. Yeah. That makes me very happy to picture. Yeah. yeah. I just picture like a backyard with my friends and, you know, eating or something like with a bunch of people or, you know, those types of things. Yeah. Um, yeah. So the next section, dare to move in a new direction and things will get better. After visualizing his goal, Ha moved on to find new cheese and his experience improved dramatically, but Hem refused to budge. Hem stayed became angry and emaciated and too afraid to go out and search for new cheese. When you move in a new direction, you learn how to better embrace change. 
If you manage to conquer your fears just once, the next time you're confronted with change, you'll have the confidence to move on again. Never again will fear paralyze you as it did previously. Ha found courage to move on, even though he was alone and scared. He slowly gained confidence, even though he didn't have immediate success or much cheese to start off. Uh, to start off, he was proud of himself and kept going. Ha learned an important lesson. The fear you let accumulate in your mind before you move in a new direction is usually much more intense than a new situation actually deserves. Once you start moving, it's likely that things will improve. Sometimes a new situation might start off cheeseless, but don't fret. There's always more cheese to be found. All you need to do is step outside of your comfort zone. Oh, I cannot agree more with all of this. Yeah. I mean... Oh man. It's this is like, so applicable to it really is different areas of your life. Like anybody going through a breakup right now, anybody, you know, obviously trying to change careers right now or figure out how to do their career from home. Like I feel like this is so this is such an appropriate episode topic yeah. for, for what we're going through right now. Yeah. You know, it kind of reminds me of like the whole, you know, the first cut is the deepest kind of thing where it's like, yeah, the first time you do it, it's probably going to feel like the most scary and the most, you know, uncertain, all that stuff. But it's like, you know, if you have had several breakups in your life or something, you can always look at past evidence like, oh, I've been through that. I was okay. I'm going to be okay this time. It's the same thing with anything. Like if you're stepping out of your comfort zone, if you do that frequently, if you do it enough, you do gain this confidence where you're kind of like comfortable being uncomfortable because you know, you'll, you'll survive it and and get through it. Yeah. um, Yeah. Yeah. I totally agree. I feel like the worst breakups of my life have been the most helpful to me personally, because once I was through it, it was like, Oh, that was the thing I thought I could not lose and couldn't live without. And I did, and I can yeah. And so the next time I feel that way, I'll know I'm wrong. Yeah. Yeah. And I think it's so interesting when people are afraid to like try something new because they think they're going to like really hate it or it's going to be a mistake. I fucking love when I do that and that happens because then I'm like, wow, now I know what this feels like and I can check this off my list that I don't want to do this again. And I tried it and now it makes me even more grateful for the thing I do like doing. You know, it's like, I I think it's good no no matter what the outcome is, it's so good either way, whether it was great or it sucked, you just learn so much about yourself and what you want and what you want moving forward. Definitely. Yeah. All right, Tay. All right. So which character do you identify with? You can learn valuable information by figuring out which character you identify with the most. People who feel affinity for the mice could be helpful in organizations needing change. Sniffs are great observers. They notice <laughs> the smallest of changes, enabling them to pick large to predict larger changes. Scurries like to get things done. They can be easily encouraged to take action based on a larger vision. People who identify with him often feel unsafe during times of change, and people who identify with Ha might need encouragement but can manage change with some guidance. I feel like I am all of these characters. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Absolutely. Um, I feel like I identify with Ha in the whole makeup thing recently where you guys finally pushed me to do to create an online makeup course because uh, I needed that encouragement, but now mm. I'm doing it. I just needed a little bit of like, okay, do it, girl. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. 
Absolutely. I, I think I'm, yeah, like I'm a hybrid of all this. Like I'll feel the fear and I'll, I'll sit with that for a while and I might be paralyzed for a while, but I always move myself out of it at some point. I don't stay there. So yeah. I think it's like, you know, it's okay if you're experiencing that, but if you can, if you can get yourself out of it and just do something different, it doesn't Definitely. have to be a, it has to be a big, big change, you know? Yeah. yeah. I feel like the first month of this quarantine, um, maybe even longer than that, I was very much a, a hem and haw, like, this is my cheese. Let's just make this cheese work. <laughs> You know, mm-hmm. whereas now I feel much more like, okay, uh, maybe we don't get to do stand-up for a while. And what can we do in the meantime? And just trying to find ways to be productive while I can't do what I made my cheese for the last 10 years, <laughs> you know? Right, yeah. So that's, it's been painful. It's like really painful to to let go of the thing you've you've um, spent your time chasing and finally found, but they're right. Nothing, nothing is the same forever. And you gotta, you gotta adapt. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Thank you guys for recommending this book to us. It's, that was so good. It was really good. Great yeah. lessons. I love parables, dude. Those, those like any kind of examples like this always stick with me longer than just words in a book. Do you know what I mean? Yeah. yeah. You guys feel that way? Like now totally. I'm always, I'm always going to picture these little mice characters in my head now. <laughs> uh-huh. Yeah. That's a really good way to do it. Yeah. Um, we have an iTunes review of the episode. This is from Jen Jen 97. She says, I wanted to get into podcasts and simply searched anxiety. And this came up. I listened to one episode and was immediately hooked. These girls are hilarious, inspiring, and incredibly intelligent. I listen to it on my long drives while working or as a way to treat yourself after doing something I dread. Amazing podcast. Cannot recommend enough. Oh, what a nice review. Thank you, Jen. That's so sweet. So sweet. Um, That's not just the sound of that first sip of Morning Joe. It's the sound of someone shopping for a car on Carvana from the comfort of home. That's a good blend. It's time to take it easy, like answering some easy questions to get pre-qualified for a car in minutes. Talk about starting the morning right. Just like customizing your terms so your car fits your budget. Mm, mm, mm. Visit Carvana.com or download the app to experience car shopping the way it should be. Convenient. Comfortable. Ah. What makes a life a good one? Is it the adventure you have? Or the friends you find along the way? Maybe it's pursuing your passion while striving to protect, defend, and save what you believe in every single day. So what makes a life a good one? In the Coast Guard, we think it's all of the above and more. But you'll have to find out for yourself. Visit GoCoastGuard.com to learn more. As always, go leave us an iTunes review and then you can have it read on the episode. It's very nice. Thank you. Very cool. We um, have some segments? Yeah. What do you guys got? I got a good shit. Right. Um, I, so I found, I'm, did I already talk about the pajamas I found online on this podcast? Maybe I didn't. I, I didn't even find them. My friend did. Maybe, maybe not. Maybe I did. Um, if I did, I'm sorry for repeating myself. Uh, Sam and I had been looking for pajamas and my friend Chelsea posted a picture of her and some that looked like exactly what I wanted and I ordered them and they're great. And then I immediately like sent some to all my sisters. Um, cause it was exciting. And 
it, it, you like forget that there are creative ways to be close to people. And sometimes I get so depressed about like missing my family. Like I told my sister the other day, I was like, I just like, it's hard for me. Cause I want to talk to you every day. But then I also like end up crying after we talk. Mm-hmm. Cause I just miss you so much. And, yeah. uh, she did a very cute thing where she like, she just sent a bunch of people. It wasn't just me. She sent like friends of hers, like little, like, you know, fun things and like little notes and stickers and stuff. And she, she sent me a Woody temporary tattoo. <laughs> oh and my I, God, that's cute. I put it on to take a picture for her last night. And like, it makes me happy every time I look at it. It's so stupid and dumb, oh, but like, so cute. I, I've talked about this. I know I want to go to a target so bad. I want to go to a target <laughs> or a Joann's or something. And just like, I got to find some ways to be creative that aren't, you know, directly related to being a comedian you know what Mm -hmm. I mean yeah like and even something dumb like that made me go oh yeah I could be doing other stuff to feel connected that isn't just like okay and then we caption this stand-up video and then we post it at this time and we go on TikTok and we do like that's like all day yeah so I don't know well, that's nice. That's so that. cute. Thank you. Yeah, that's Aww. really cute. Write letters, you guys. It's fun. Yeah, yeah. Uh, I have a good shit too. I, yeah, as you know, if you've listened to this podcast before, you know that I buy like ninety nine percent of my clothing secondhand, and because all the thrift shops are closed, I was like, oh no, what am I gonna do? Because I, I really would like, uh, I really wanted to get some like workout clothing, basically. Um, so I'm more encouraged to like move my body and shit. And I've, I've never even heard of this place. I've never like done this type of online shopping, but I found a place called thread up, which is like an online. It's like a freaking virtual thrift store. It's the best. Oh shoot. I don't know what this is. I'm looking at oh it's, it's the biggest like online, you know, thrift store basically. And I got a whole new workout wardrobe for like $40. Like, all my the, pa- the pants, the workout shorts, everything I got was between like four and eight bucks. It was insane. And so now I'm like, ooh, I found my thrift shop uh, that I can go to during quarantine. And I still feel like I'm, you know, I'm doing the, the thing that I like doing, yeah. to, you know, conscious consumption and stuff like that. So mm-hmm. I really, yeah. I really like finding that. That was really nice. Thread this up is so sponsor. cool. Oh, sorry. Go ahead. Yeah. Oh, no. Go ahead, Kels. I just was reacting. It's awesome, right? Um, this is just, so awesome. ThreadUp sponsors um, like podcasts. And oh. I first dis- heard about them through a YouTube beauty guru I follow. So, oh Tay or Del, you might want to email Lauren or email Russell yeah. to see if maybe they would be interested. Oh, my God. That would be fucking awesome. Yeah. So, I, I did a Making, little treat, treat myself yeah. uh, for those. Because then I could get our listeners a discount. Yeah, Yeah. that would be so cool. Also, I ended up buying myself. (laughs) Maybe I should share this on Patreon. Never mind. Okay. I'll share this on Patreon. I know what you're about to say and definitely (laughs) save it for Patreon. I don't know what it is. I'm dying to know now. You got to tell me after we're done. I'll tell you after. It's a bit personal. (laughs) Shocking. Oh my God. Shocking. Shocking. Yeah. Tell us what about you? Um, I have a good shit. So we actually did, um, if you guys are watching on YouTube, you'll see me holding this book up right now. We did an episode on the book called the war of art really early on. 
uh, on Self Helpless. And I had borrowed that book from a friend when we read it. And um, then I gave it back to him and I didn't have it. And I've been really thinking a lot lately about how much like resistance has been in my life. And uh, I've been pretty... So what I'm looking for, sorry, Mia, <laughs> my cat is so fat. Um, I just, there's a lot of things I'd like to do creatively and I have been executing some of them, but others, I really find myself just like reaching for my phone or um, finding ways to be distracted. And I kind of wanted a kick in the ass. And that's what this <laughs> literally on the cover of the book, it says a vital gem, a kick in the ass from Esquire. That's like one yeah. of the reviews of the war of art. It's all about breaking through um, blocks and winning your inner creative battles. And it's not necessarily just with creativity. It talks in the book about like, Hey, when you know that you really need to go to the gym and work out, but you somehow manage to like start watching TV instead, like that's resistance. Like mm -hmm. it's, it's so much more than creativity. It's all these other things. And, um, I feel like resistance has kind of been ruling the things I do rather than the other way around where I would like to be in control of it. So, uh, just again, can't recommend this book enough. It's such a quick read. It's, it's so yeah, fun it's where so it's good. like, sometimes the pages have literally just this much, which I yeah. love. It's like, you get through it so fast and I started back up again last night and have already been feeling a lot better. So that's my good shit. That's, that's good. great. Yeah. Do you guys and have any cool things you've been like watching during quarantine? Hello, we talked about two hot to handle. Yeah. All right. Um, oh, the Michael Jordan documentary. Yes. So yeah. good. So good. Oh my God. All the goosebumps. Yeah. I've been like an MJ fan for forever I have like very vivid memories of watching him when I was like six or seven with my family and I just and Space Jam obviously but oh um, hell yeah I, I did watch Space Jam recently actually yeah <laughs> did that. um he's so sexy you guys think MJ's sexy I think he's so fucking hot oh for sure I I don't Sam asked me that the other <laughs> night when we were really? watching it and I was like no I kind of don't I oh don't get God. it he's I got so I thought Scotty Pippen was way hotter Scotty Pippen's mm. hot, <laughs> but like MJ man, but MJ. I was always yeah. a Shaq fan myself. <laughs> <laughs> I had a Shaq lunchbox when I was growing you up. You did? Oh, that's so I cute. I had a Shaquille O'Neal water bottle that I'd take to school. Oh my god, I loved, I loved him so much. I performed at a corporate retreat um, in Colorado a few years ago. And they had all of these amazing people there. Like the girl who went up before me was like, she had won like the gold medal for snowboarding that year or something. Oh, wow. And I got there and they were like, I was like, so what, what other, you know, events have you guys been doing? They're like, well, Shaq spoke this morning um, and he was hilarious. And oh I was like, God. fuck off. Are you kidding me right now? Like, <laughs> I gotta go do 45 minutes and you're sitting here going, you know who was here who was um, way more famous than you and actually hysterical. <laughs> right. <laughs> so I, had to, I had to follow Shaq. Oh my God, that's so cool. Yeah. That's so cool, dude. Oh, you know what I've been doing a lot of? Uh, just lit. I think I've, I'm coming to terms with the fact that I just have, I'm kind of like a serial entrepreneur and I think I've always kind of had that mentality. And I'm trying, I'm starting to like accept that it's okay. You know what I, I don't, yeah. I've talked a lot about this with you guys where I feel like I'm always like, 
I fig- I feel like I, uh, I unlock something, I figure something out, and then I want to move on to like the next project, the next business, the next thing. And I have been for myself doing a lot of like research, like reading articles, watching, watching, you know, interviews, listening to podcasts about serial entrepreneurs. And I'm finding so many similarities with my personality with these people. And uh, I find a lot of comfort in that because I've, I've, I've been somebody who has beaten myself up a lot about like not being able to just pick one thing and stick with one thing for indefinitely. Um, I've always been this way, even as a kid and growing up, like jumping from different sports and different hobbies and just different jobs, all this stuff. And um, I'm starting to just, you know, be nicer to myself about that. And like, you know, it's not, it's not a bad quality to have. It makes me a little nuts sometimes. Um, (laughs) But it was nice just hearing other people who feel that same way. Um, Definitely. Yeah. 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 So I've been, that's what I've been doing a lot of research on. I'm glad you have that. That's awesome. Yeah. All right. Well, this is coming out on May 11th. Day after Mother's Day. Yep. God, how is May going so fast? This is crazy. Um, I know. Uh, What do you guys, you guys want to do some plugs? I have a, I have a quick plug. Um, I, I just, I wanted, I think I announced this on social media, but I don't think I've announced on the podcast yet. Um, I am extending the Thriving Artist course enrollment throughout quarantine. So if you happen to be somebody who, you know, wants to dive into something uh, creative, this is a course for artists. Uh, so if you just make any kind of digital or physical product and you're looking to either, you know, turn that hobby into some side cash right now or, you already make a little bit money doing it and you like to kind of up level that um, you can go to delaneyfisher.com and sign up for the thriving artist course through there. Or you can also find it on my Instagram in the link in my bio. So I'm extending that um, after quarantine, it's only going to be open for enrollment twice a year. So if you'd like to learn more about it, check it out. Nice. Yay. You guys can go on YouTube, check out Rissa Fury. There's probably another new episode up at this point. So yeah. And uh, you can listen to Sam and I's podcast. This is important to me on iTunes and Spotify and all that good stuff and suggest movies for us to watch. And subscribe to the Self Helpless YouTube channel if you haven't yet, because not only are all of the videos of our episodes up there, but we do fun extra videos, especially during quarantine right now. We've been putting up other content. And then you can see our pet. Like me. Oh, hi, Mia. Mia's on the show right now. Look at her. Oh, my gosh. Look at her. She's She's so so cute. All right. We love you guys. We'll talk to you you next episode. Bye. Bye. Thank you guys so much for listening to Self Helpless. We love you guys so much. There are a few different ways you can support our show. You can leave us a five-star rating and review on iTunes. It really helps us move up the charts. You can also tell a friend about the show, post it on social media, and you can join our Patreon. It's where you can get bonus episodes from us and lots of really fun content, ways to interact with the show. That's at patreon.com slash selfhelpless. And if you go to selfhelplesspodcast.com, that's where you can get links to all of our individual stuff. Delaney, where can people find you? You can find me at DelaneyFisher.com. You can find uh, the online courses there, one-on-one creative consulting, watch my comedy special, and find Dicks by Delaney there. 
Perfect. Tay, where can people find you? You can find me on ttomcomedy.com for tour dates and links to everything else social media-wise. I am at Taylor Tomlinson on Twitter and Instagram. Perfect. You guys can find me at KelseyCook.com for all my tour dates. My Instagram is at KelseyCookComedy. Twitter is at KelseyCook. Uh, please be sure to watch my foosball web series on YouTube called Wrist of Fury. I've had Delaney and Taylor on together. It was such a fun episode. And you can download and buy my album Savor It on iTunes, Spotify, anywhere you find comedy albums. We also want to give a shout out to our amazing producer, Lauren Mahoney, and our amazing editor, Emma Erdbrink. We love you guys, and we will talk to you next time. Bye. Bye. Bye.